to Changing the Sales Game podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. And as always, thanks for joining us this week. So every week as you tune in, you know, I really hope that that word sales, and we know it has that icky, sleazy, manipulative kind of vibe to it, unacceptable in my world. So I really want to help you on your mindset shift that sales is bad and icky and hard, and I hate it, and I'm not good at it, and all of that rhetoric we, we say in our head. And I want you to shift over to start to think about sales from a place of love, care, and respect to help you do that. Of course, I have a free gift, uh, my free communication style assessment. You get your uh, report spotlighting your superpowers, which are important. That's how you show up and it's natural to you. Additionally, you get your lowest score, which is your blind spot, kind of important too. So you understand when you're speaking or communicating or selling or meeting, whatever whatever your uh, career is with that type of style, what do you need to do to modify, to be heard and land on the page? So go to WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, my free gift to you. Now, my motivational quote today is by Adam Adute. I don't know if I said that right. Or debt, I think it is. And Adam says, today is not about get the traffic. It's about get the targeted and relevant traffic. Now, as I reflect on how technology, um, client outreach, new business results and new business results have changed for me in the past 20 years being in business, I realized how important it is for every working person to stay relevant and to be aware of tech changes happening in the marketplace. Now, technology is changing, I think, faster than ever. And it's, you know, like unlearn, relearn kind of situation. Yet the importance to our long-term success, both personally and and professionally, uh, can't be overlooked or we just can't put it on the back burner and say, I'll figure that out tomorrow. Grab a cup of coffee, your trusty pen, and a pad and paper because this class is in session. Now, my guest today is Ross Dunn. And Ross and I, we're going to be discussing how to save yourself mountains of grief and wasted money by learning how to avoid the seven fundamental mistakes businesses make when they are marketing their websites. Now, Ross is a leading authority in marketing your website uh, since 1997. Uh, He's been professionally navigating the online world, so pretty long time, creating visibility, traction, and conversation using the step forth seven-step system. Ross's full focus is on getting Google to know, like, and trust your website, specializing in serving small and medium-sized businesses. Ross has become known as a leader in marketing and growing your online business. So Ross, thanks so much for being on. And, and this is, this is an important conversation. Um, everything is changing quickly with the SEO, right? With algorithms behind the scenes, all of these things. So we really do have to stay relevant. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This is uh, exciting. So yeah. My, my pleasure. Today, so. Yeah. And we'll, and, we'll have a great conversation. We will. <clears throat> so yeah, first is, question. Yeah, please go ahead. Uh, wait, did you want to add something before I ask my first yeah, question? I'm going to ramble. It's all good. <laughs> okay. So first question, what tools can my listeners use to analyze their competitors? And, you know, for those that are do-it-yourselfers. Sure. So uh, there, there's, well, the, my favorite one is SEMrush, S-E-M Rush. Now, is there a lot to it? Yes. Um, it is one of the, the more powerful tools out there. Um, it's a hundred dollars a month. So you might want to just do it for a couple months. Um, but what that'll do is you just literally type in the address of a competitor and it will show you how it is 
actually performing online. Um, it's not perfect. It's not like it's got a back end and doesn't have a back door into how they're doing their business, but um, it does emulate a lot of it because it sees all the data. So uh, with that information, you can find out what they're ranking for, um, their progress over time to build those rankings. You'll see the ups and downs and, and a lot of great information there. Uh, it's really, truly just knowing what they're ranking for is interesting, but then also what they're paying for at what what ads they're paying for um typically that's a, a indicator if it, if they shows if it shows some history and it'll also show that um, whether or not they've been doing it a while that these particular keywords they're spending money on are truly delivering and why not you know don't reinvent that wheel which is one of the seven biggest mistakes you know recon and strategy is key uh you know it's it's like betting the coin on a 50 50 coin toss, uh, but with worse odds, right? You don't want to just do that. Yeah. You want to go on there and you want to find out what they're doing and don't reinvent that wheel. And I think SEMrush is a great way to do that. Um, you will, as my friend Chris was saying the other day, you will get overwhelmed if you start digging deep into SEMrush. It is meant for business owners like me who are doing all the SEO for you. But yeah. the basics are there that are really valuable. And uh there's some other tools on there if you want to dig deeper, but that alone will give you a lot of insight. Um, it, can I just comment? Yeah. Can I just comment on that? It, you sure. know, you use the word data, right? So that that uh, particular platform does all of that data on the back end that you can, you know, pay the hundred bucks and you get to see like behind the curtain, so to speak. But I think we're in the, you know, a decade ago, we said we're in the information age, I think we're in the data age now. You have to look at the analytics. You know, I, I look at when we test, right? You do the A-B testing on emails that you send out, topics that you send out to see which one resonates uh, more. So we have the capacity through the technology. And now we have to be mindful of the data because there's tremendous information in the data. We just have to know how to mine it and figure out how to implement into our business so we save time and money. Really, that's what we're talking about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is overwhelming if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you go down that rabbit hole. You're never coming out. No. And you'll just shut down and say, I'll look at this later. And that's yeah. the mistake. Right. Yeah. So just even before looking at it going, okay, why am I going here? What is it that I want to know yep. and prioritize it on a piece yep. of paper, just something in front of you, then get in there yeah. otherwise, and, and stick to that. Otherwise you will get sucked in and you will get overwhelmed. It's that simple. Yeah. Now the, the plugins, right? The, uh, you have in the notes, you had Yoast. I hope Yoast, I think I'm saying that right. SEO plugin. If, if I follow all the instructions from that plugin, won't that be enough for optimizing the website? Yeah. So, um, Yoast is a phenomenal platform. So is rank math is another one out there. Yoast is the one I prefer. Um, it's a plugin for WordPress. So if you have a WordPress website, it's more than likely that you were using that. If you're not definitely give it a shot. It's incredible. Um, and what it will do is it'll guide you through the process of optimizing each page. And it is, like I say, it's, it's very helpful, but if you follow everything on that, is there anything that's missing? Well, probably something, uh, it, it it's, it's, I'll give you an example where we had a client who uh, got quite upset with us and it, it happens because <laughs> we hadn't filled out all of the fields for uh, the Yoast plugin when we were optimizing each page. And I said, well, I understand, I hear you, but you know, 
there's aspects of that that are it's meant for novices. It's meant for people who are working through the page. We do it all by hand internally. We don't need to use the plugin to do everything. Right. And uh, that didn't make a lot of sense. So, you know, to her, but, and I, I did quickly explain it, but I think she'd made up her mind at that point, which is a f- unfortunate. And I like to use that as a cautionary tale that um, it isn't the end all and be all. And there are going to be, you know, you'll still find that you're not number one after you're doing all the optimizations or anything like that. Um, There are, there's quite a bit of work around SEO. There's a reason there's an industry around it. Um, And, you know, do your best. If you're just doing this DIY, use it and do a great job of using Yoast and you will get better and you will get some more exposure. Just keep in mind, of course, everyone's using it. Uh, So it's kind of, it creates a level order playing field and if all things are created equal you'll just be competing again at the same level as your competitors so you do need that extra edge uh so i can go on we have to we have to keep the tools in our tool belt sharpened right so these are the kinds of things that we need to be mindful of and aware of and if we're not in it you're still missing you're still missing a piece of the puzzle for growth in your own business or it really for me it's about prioritization right time and money where do i prioritize in this case my efforts with emailing or wherever i'm getting the seo uh, ranking from right i want to prioritize that and this these back ends um kinds of pieces of information that we're talking about today can help with that. Now, another thing is there's so many, and I, I, listen, I, I interview people like you with marketing and stuff like that. And I see a lot of duplicate topics and answers on blogs throughout specific niches, right? You kind of see the same topic over and over again. Why would I even want to create similar content that's already been answered and out there? Is there a value in that? Is it, Should I be following those topics that are out there and, and being uh, shared frequently? Yeah. So uh, you do get that question a lot. We have, uh, we, a portion of my company does dentist only uh, at firstdentist.com. And um, uh, that niche is interesting because what can you write on your website that hasn't already been written on another dentist's website? That's right. And what, yeah, I mean, and, and I get it. I, I, the thing is, if you're a local business specifically, it's very important that you have that content because Google's looking at you from a microcosm. They're not looking at you worldwide. You're not competing worldwide. You're competing in your niche, in your market, in your area. And uh, having some content that's similar to content on the next city, it, it really doesn't matter. It shows authority. It shows Google that you know what you're talking about. Mm. If the content's written well and people share it or, or even if they don't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a good thing though. It's, it's there, but it's also, um, you know, you do want to one up the other content if you can, you know, try and make it really thorough and answer those questions beautifully. And with, with care, show that you're not just copying it from somewhere else and that um, you're open to answer, you know, answering more questions. Anyway, that content is very important and uh, it's, it just seems weird to take that time to write it, but it does help. It does, of course. And it's funny. I I just wrote an article on LinkedIn about um, my husband. I went to see the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, I love Marvel. We love Marvel. And at the end, you know, I giggle every time we go to a Marvel movie and we were actually in the movie theater live, which was kind of cool too. a little weird and and cool at the same time. But anyway, 
We're sitting there. And at the end, you know, they do the trailer well into the credits. So nobody gets up at the Marvel movies because, you know, as soon as the credits come, people are up and out of there. And I, I was thinking to myself, well, it's like a secret society, but it's not. It's Marvel has built their brands that you know what to expect. Right. So people sit and wait so that they can see the trailer of whatever the next movie is that's going to be coming out. Um, so it's the same thing we're talking about here, that essence of you have to you have to have the word you have to have the website and you want to do a really good job because that's your brand that's part of who your brand is and that's going to get people coming back or people referring you right i know i'm talking sales now but that's kind of what's your secret sauce so even though you're a dentist in a town next to a dentist in the next town what makes you different you know do you have the, do you have the credits and then your uh little little sneak preview of what's to come do you know what i'm saying so exactly. i think that's the point of the of the website is you know yeah yeah you're a dentist and then you write something and i'm like oh that's great. That's exactly what I'm looking for, right? Pain-free dentistry or whatever it is. Exactly. So that's kind of what you're talking about, right? F- having that um, differentiation. Exactly. And, and you know, a big differentiator that people don't realize is so important. Uh, it's missed every time because eh, we're busy, maybe even a little lazy. I get it. I'm, I'm there too. Sure. <laughs> not, um, is photography. You know, on those pages, you know, you're talking about pain-free dentistry. Well, there should be a photo of you as a dentist and your staff yeah. smiling and assisting someone to have a pain-free experience, yeah. not stock photography. That stock photography is overused elsewhere, and that does diminish the quality of your site. I guarantee it. It just, people will have seen it before, almost, almost certainly, not, maybe not all the time, but, and that, it, you know, it just adds so much care and it really shows to people that you you're an engaged business and you are engaging in your patients um yeah happy i would imagine testimonials too probably help with the website seo i would think yeah and and you know what i'm i'm being a marketer versus just an seo i think they're the world um and especially video video is the best i mean talking about a differentiator how many people have the the well guts to ask for videos and to follow up. It's not easy. Most of us don't even like to ask for a testimonial. It just feels so, yeah, I want people just to give them, but they don't have time. They're busy and they may want to, but they just haven't thought of it. So you make the recommendation and then say, Hey, I've got this bonus option. You know, we would love it if you do a video and there are, if you've got a good business and and you've around for a while, you do, um, you're going to have some real cheerleaders out there and they won't hesitate to do video and holy smokes there's no fake in that you put that on your site or it's amazing yeah i I have videos on mine i've written too but i have videos on mine because it really is impactful um next question what if a client says you know social media has it worked for me in the past um can it be ignored do we need that social media so it's not all social media is created equal, especially for different industries and businesses. Um, it's, it's all about uh, picking the, the social media that's actually going to work for you. So we like one of the steps um, we do in our seven step system is called the uh, uh, social outreach playbook. And we want to look at what is working for your competitors. Um, again, I hate reinventing the wheel. Let's look and see what they've been doing. And we do that sure. in the initial. Um, sure. Then we say, okay, looks to me like LinkedIn's working really well. And so is Instagram. Let's focus on that first. 
okay, you don't have the budget for LinkedIn? <laughs> I get it. It's sort of probably the most expensive platform. So let's do just Instagram to begin with and roll out a good program and let's plan it and make sure you're committed to it. Uh, so it is effective. It is something that you have to commit to. I'm sure you've heard that a million times. It's true though, you know, consistency consistency is so, so key. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be in it to win it. Right. Isn't that the the old saying? And I like how you just said that you really examine, see the data, go back to the data, examine where you're getting the traction from, right. Where your clients are, where your peeps play, right. That's where we want to go. And let's say there is the two of them and you don't have the funds start with one and get really, really good at it. And then you build from there because, you know, as you have income coming in, you can put it back into the business and then start doing the LinkedIn one, you know, and then maybe, you know, start into the other social medias. Yeah. I I think most people are all or nothing. They try to do everything, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. It, it, you, you can't be everywhere with everything and you don't want to post the same stuff everywhere because then that gets boring. And then people just start deleting or ignoring your stuff. Cause they're like, yeah, I already saw that. I don't, I don't, I don't need to see that again. So yeah, I, I consistency. I also think quality of what you're putting out there, but I like how you said that just pick one, focus on that really, really perfect it. And then what's the next piece of the puzzle and what's the next piece of the puzzle, build it, right. Build it yeah. from, you know, build that infrastructure that's going to be strong and stable to help sustain the business, really the business growth that we're all looking for. Um, you, the, the seven steps, I'd like you to go through each of the seven, if you sure. can briefly. Of course. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, I'll, I'll go in, in the aspect of what we we're talking about, which is the seven biggest mistakes. How about that? And perfect. So, Love and it. It, it works the same way. So first of all, the recon and strategy, we've covered that a bit, but don't reinvent that wheel. Oh my God, so many do. Um, they just don't, they simply don't think ahead and look at these things. They're like, I've got the best idea. I know how I'll do this. Uh, you know, I know this is how these competitors have done it. And this is what I'm going to do. Well, do you, did you really do the research? Do you really know the keywords they're targeting? And are you looking at the right competitors? You know, you might've heard to the, the grapevine, this one's doing really well online, but let's see if they really are. And don't start emulating without proof uh, Love it. And, and create a plan, you know, um, with that plan comes, what are you truly measuring? Uh, what you need to measure to see results uh, and, and to understand the results and measuring means analytics, uh, ensuring you've got goals set up. All this stuff gets very convoluted and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about, Ross? It's all good. You know, if you have a good marketing company or someone who can assist you in house, they can set that stuff up. Um, It has to be there though. You have to see metrics, what is working and make sure you're measuring the right ones. So that's number one, recon and strategy. Uh, Number two is the optimization boost. We've already got a strategy put together. Now it's time to get into your site and make each point of your page crystal clear so that Google will have all the right signals to determine what the page is about and how it should rank. Okay. Um, and that, and that is oversimplified often. Um, but it's also not rocket science. It's if you read this or if you get someone else to read it, who hasn't written it, um, do they come out of it with the right takeaways? Right. You can ask them the questions you can do do a bit of a test, right? Um, also don't over-optimize. It sounds like the silliest way to put it, but we're stuck with the word optimization for SEO. And when it comes down to it, 
people can go crazy and they can read these articles about optimizing the page and making sure there's keywords everywhere. And yeah, that, you know, it's, it's all a measure of how much and optimization is not something that you need to go overboard with. Google's much smarter these days. Yes, you should use the right keywords, but don't write and focus and get all crazy about making sure the keywords are in there while you're writing, write authentically first, right? Then look over it and think, okay, well, maybe I could supplant this, this phrase with this phrase, because this is what people are actually searching for. Yeah. Uh, that's the best way, you know? Okay. Uh, also don't put everything on one page. Uh, single page websites simply don't perform as well as multiple page websites. It's very tempting to go with a simple site. Uh, it looks kind of cool. I got to give you credit. Um, well, I, in fact, I just interviewed uh, Martin Split from Google on my podcast, and uh, he was fascinating. He was talking about this, and, and I was asking about the one page, and he says there are ways to do it. But I know from experience that it's not done that way. And frankly, if you have individual pages devoted to specific subjects, it's a lot easier for Google to understand what the page is about. If you have a page that's full of different subjects, it's a little harder for them to rank it. Makes sense. Right? So that's very key. Excuse me. So ad empowerment is next. You know, there's a big mistake. Don't use Google to do your marketing. Uh, it's like uh, giving the keys to the fox, the hen house, you know? Like, uh, and it's so easy. They say, hey, just come to us. We'll, we'll handle your, your Google ads. It's all good. We'll make sure it does well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it can't work. I know many people who've had it work, but could it be so much better? Yes. Because how much incentive is it for them to knock it out of the park for you when they're running hundreds of other campaigns? Uh, uh, I'm sure they're again. Yeah, anyway, it's almost like a mill. You become part of the mill, right? They're they're, um, you know, like you're on the runaway train, and and just there's a million people in there with you. So there's no uh, you, the personalization could be lost, is what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And mm-hmm. and it's, we we take them over all the time, and we see it's kind of done in a vanilla fashion. There's sure. Not, yeah. The personalization, like you said, isn't there. Sure. And a lot of the techniques that could really help aren't there. Sure. So, um, you know, churn and burn. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Exactly. Churn and burn. Yeah. Well, that's um, three. Was that three? That's number three. And, but also paying for ads has no impact on unpaid rankings. It's often people think that, you know, if I pay for ads, I'm sure I'll do better in other rankings too. You know, there's an influence there. I'm paying Google. They're going to go, sure, here, move up. No, no, no. doesn't work that way. That's just a bunch of gobbledygook. Don't hmm. think like that, okay? Just make sure that you do a great job with your Google ads. If you're going to go with Google, if you're going to do it with uh, Facebook, same thing. These are all different places that take some time, effort, and money. And also, are they all created equal again? No, just like social media. You got to yeah. pick the right ones. So we want to make sure that we're picking the right ads, the right places, the platforms, and the right target market. Number four, authority building. Earn the right to rank. You have to show Google that you've earned it. And uh, that's all about, okay, who the hell are you? 
<laughs> Google looks at this and it's a, it's an algorithm. It's looking for expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. EAT is the acronym. And there are certain signals that come off your site, off your different platforms in different places that show this. Um, and you want to ensure that, uh, well, the content you're creating is exceptional on your site. Uh, this is not just, oh, this is what my peer wrote. This is what I'll write. Bah. You know, uh, you don't want people falling asleep. They don't want people looking at oh, that same article again. No, you want them to see something that is ultimate. They see this article and go, holy smokes. I don't need to look for this, anything. I don't need to research anything more. This has got all the answers. Right. Awesome. And take your time. If it takes just, you might be doing four or five articles a month or something like that. If you're really aggressive, maybe even six to 10, just write one amazing one every month and it'll become evergreen. It's the kind of content that comes cornerstone content on your website. People are going there all the time. I've got one on our site that I wrote years ago on something so dry. Um, and yet, it's still the leading traffic driver of our site. Unfortunately, it's not one I can convert, but <laughs> it's still, it's amazing. If you do a great job, it can really work for you. We want to comment on that. So, you know, sales, I'm good. I'm really good at speaking. I love speaking events. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, being on stage, all of those, those uh, things. My writing, I, that has never been a strength of mine because it's just was never a focus because I wasn't passionate about it. Well, now fast forward, you know, writing articles on LinkedIn and trying to build the like, no trust factor, you know, all of the things I have 40 years rate of sales experience I have so much in my head. How do I get that out to help people in pieces? Right. And so I hired a writing coach. And so right now I have three, three coaches, believe it or not. And the writing coach is really important because people write as if they're an authority on things that they're not an authority. So you have to be really careful. So I love what you're saying, like that one article you wrote, how many years ago, that the information is so relevant and correct that people read it and think, yeah, that, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 I know, I know the next step or I know uh, what I want to put into place or at least start a plan of attack, right? So that quality, being, and it's your zone of genius, that's the other piece of the puzzle, um, I think is really uh, important too. So this writing coach is teaching us how to share our perspective, but let the reader know, right? What's in it for the reader that here's my perspective and why, and then give them things right to think about from there in their own perspective. And I don't think we do that. I think we like to tell people my way is the right way. And, and we could share important information. I'm not saying not to share the important information, but I think that we have to make sure that we know it's our zone of genius or our expertise or that we're hundred percent accurate. And that's why there's all this false information out there and all this nonsense. So I like what you just said. So instead of writing six articles, go for the quality versus the quantity. And you'll see that'll impact your SEO. I think it impacts your business and the like, no trust factor everywhere versus just putting a smattering of articles that you're kind of duplicating and regurgitating back in your own words. Right. Did I understand that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, think about like a, a, a photography, like uh, top tips for photography or something. And, or actually about this how to do, uh, uh, how to record the best uh, video for uh, your website. Sure. And it, you could talk about different lenses. You could go crazy. You could talk about different lenses, the different types of lighting. You could review lighting. You could include uh, the different color 
gamuts and stuff and give a really simple tutorial on all of this stuff and create this amazing almost book Absolutely. On, a, on a couple pages. You do this and break it up into a, a guide. You can make it one long page. People look at this and they're going to go, oh my God, this is phenomenal. I am going to share this everywhere. This is perfection. And yep. they do. And you end up getting a resource. That's what happened for me in this case. Unfortunately, I'm ranking for, it's in this case, redirects, 301 redirects. It's totally, totally dry. Um, and I, I look at, whenever I look at what rankings we have for our website, I always see that number one. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, <funny>. you know, <laughs> valuable information, Ross, right? It is what it is. It is. Yeah. And uh, lots of links from that. So that's good. Yeah, I love it. So was that four or five? That was number four. Okay. Number yeah. five. I just want to make sure we don't run out of time. Number five. Okay, number five, we've already talked about. So good. That's the social outreach playbook. Mm-hmm. Not all social platforms are created equally. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, not much more to say there. Make it sure it's a purposeful strategy and that it all comes back to your thorough competitor research. Okay. Purposeful. Uh, I like that word, people, Ross. What's that? Purposeful. I said, I like that word, <laughs> right? It is. Yeah. And, and, it, that's the biggest p- mistake people make is they're just simply not picking the right platforms or they're trying yep. to do it all. Okay. Yep. Number six is the six, six, I always have that success tracking dashboard. <laughs> um, and we talked about metrics. Hello, track the right ones, but also have it in a place you can see it all. Um, there's usually some data here, some data there and some data over there and you just don't see it. And if you go to one and look at the other, it may see interesting info but when you see them all together wow you start to see the bigger patterns. picture yeah yeah and it, it's really important that you track it how do you even know how how well things are going if you're not tracking it and i'd say 90 percent of people we talk to when we first talk about their marketing aren't tracking anything or very little they know how many visits they get well great but are those visits converting are they engaged how many of them are actually coming there to act and consider yeah. your business, right? right. Um, and number seven is the results accelerator. This is where um, people don't realize this, but they aren't continuing. They're like, all right, my site's optimized. I've got this great content. All right. I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. Well, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, there is a reason good companies, good web marketing companies have ongoing services because this stuff, you can't sit idle. Like each of that content, you, each of those pieces of content you write, they need to be optimized again. Yeah, you'll do a basic, decent job with say the Yoast plugin or something if you're using WordPress, but it, it's best to have an expert go in there and go, okay, well, that's great, but here's a few tweaks I'd make. And here's, let's make sure this links to internal pages on your site. Yeah. Let's make sure that, that, oh no, that image isn't very good. We'll give you some tips on that and how to optimize the images. Um, Google is changing all the time too. There's algorithmic changes. Um, If you're doing local SEO, that's changing all the time. Anyway, just make sure that you have a plan in place to maintain it. And don't just ignore someone when they say, well, here's the maintenance plan or whatever it is. You know, find a budget that works for you. Make sure that the company you're working with is authentic, has great reviews, talk to their competitor or their clients, I mean, and get a sense of, okay, yeah, these people really are delivering. Then again, find a budget that's going to work for you and stick to it. it. There's a reason they say a percentage of your marketing or your, your budget should go to marketing. It doesn't have to be a lot. 
not like some people say, it just has to be enough to ensure that you have a finger on the pulse that changes are being made and you're improved. Yeah, I'm picturing as you were describing that the seven uh, different kind of pitfalls, if you will, that it's a puzzle and we have the border of the puzzle done and think we're in good shape. But the whole internal part of the puzzle is blank, right? Or you have the internal part of the puzzle done, but you don't have the the perimeter done. So it's almost like we have puzzle pieces that aren't in place yet, and it's costing us business, it's costing us time. So having an expert do the data, because here's the other thing too, Ross, right? You're an expert, you know what to look for. Like you're telling me this and I'm like, well, that makes sense. But then I start looking at the data and I'm like, wait, what does that mean? So mm-hmm. there's there's still a learning curve, right? Even as a business owner that I want to learn these things. And I actually did take at my local uh, college, uh, community college here. I did a whole Google class, um, you know, SEO generation, social media, all of this stuff. And it was funny at the end, I did it with my niece. And um, at the end, she's like, what do you think? She was loving it. And I said, oh, my God, I'd rather have pins in my eyes. This is painful. It was painful to me now. And, and so she she was like, what? And I said, I, I don't want to do any of this. Oh, my God. Like, I, I clearly know I need it. I understand it. And that's what I wanted to achieve as the business owner. I needed to understand it. And then with that clarity for me of, oh, yeah, there's no way I'm ever doing this so that I knew I need to hire someone. Right. So that's what we're talking about. But you have all these puzzle pieces. You have a mess. You have to have someone help you make sure all the puzzle pieces are missing or you're leaving money on the table, which from a sales perspective, that makes my brain hurt. Don't leave money on the table. If somebody like a Ross, like you, what you're describing can help me position and shine the light as bright as it can on my business, that opens the door for the sales conversations, right? So they're married. We need all of these things. It's just, it's another puzzle piece in our business puzzle, if you will, right? Exactly. And hey, I know these days budgets tight. They're very tight. It's a mess. Well, you got to keep in mind too, that you don't have to start all guns a blazing. Like we have clients that have been with us 21 years and, and the reason why is we're flexible. You know, you gotta, oh, Hey, I'm sorry to hear you're having a rough time right now. Well, here, this is what we can move things back down to and just keep things running. You'll miss out on a couple of things, but we can always get back up once you've gotten past this rough time. You know, that's how it should be. Absolutely. And that's the kind, see, that's the kind of business. And that's why I love having people like you on my show, because that's the kind of business or the type of business we want to do business with so that when we're growing, we're growing together. And if we hit little pitfalls that we're there to support each other through those little missteps, right. And then we could get back on track when things settle down. So that, you know, having a business with a heart, I, I, yes, we're in business because we want to make money. I understand that, but we should also be in business from that place of service, like you're describing, but also also from compassion that, you know, it's not, well, sorry, can't help you. <laughs> you know, you've been working with me for 10 years. Yep. You hit rough time. Sorry. Bye. That I'm all about the money. That's not cool yeah. either. So we have to have a business with heart. I really do believe that we have to help each other when we can without us losing our shirt or losing our business too. Right. So there's always a balancing act. I think that goes, uh, that goes with uh, business. We're out of time, Ross uh, guys. I, I know, please, please reach out to Ross, pick his brain. He, you could see he's brilliant. Well-versed. Um, you've been doing this for how long? This is my 25th year. 20, God bless. That's great. So 25 years, he knows this stuff. Um, Again, we think we don't have the money, but I want you to think about what time are you wasting 
on other stuff or are you wasting on this stuff that you should be out doing business development or networking or speaking or whatever it is to generate business authentically on your own that might not just come from the website. So again, we need all these these pieces of the puzzle in place. Uh, Ross is an expert. So email him if you have any questions. It's Ross, R-O-S-S, at stepforth, S-T-E-P, F-O-R-T-H.com. I will put that in the show notes. And the website is stepforth.com if you want to check out his website and see what he's all about. Do you have a resource page on the website, Ross? Yes, we do. In fact, if you go there too, there's a free strategy call button. And it's literally what it sounds like. I'm just, I like to meet people. Let's chat and and see if I can help you. If I can't, I can answer some questions. It's all good. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. So again, I'll put that stepforth.com and Ross at stepforth.com will go in the show notes. You know what? Have a conversation. I believe that when you have the conversation with the expert, you see, you see things more clearly and your, your plan of attack, right? The big picture becomes even clearer as well. And sometimes, and and I'm going to go back to the Instagram and LinkedIn example, Start with one and then you can build from there, right? Have some revenue coming in. Then we could put a little money back in the business, a little more revenue coming in, a little more money. So we can build it as we go as well. So I love how you said that's not an all or nothing, but you have to do something differently, start something differently. Otherwise, a year from now, we're all in the same boat and nothing's changed. That's definition of insanity, right? which we all are living these days, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, I, Ross, it was so funny. As I was saying it, I almost put that ad and I thought, no, nah, don't say that. But yes, you're right. We're living in insanity right now. So talk to Ross and put some sanity back in your life. We could all use a little bit of that. Ross, thank you so much for coming on and for, I love those seven um uh, perspectives, right? Within little seven uh, minefields, if you will, that we can find ourselves in as business owners. Uh, so I love that you kind mm-hmm. of uh, labeled them out and, and and built them out for us to understand. So thank yeah. you so much for that. From a sales perspective, we're always trying to make things more understandable about what we, about what we do, right? And that was one aspect of it. So totally, totally. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for that. And I hope you will join me weekly as we, as we uh, build a question and discover together that does doesn't matter where you are in your business. I really, really hope that my guests and I provide some tips, ideas, strategies, because I know I'm a broken record and you hear this at the end of every show, but I'm going to say it again, because one day you will hear it. Um, The ideas are great. Information is wonderful. We need to apply it. So take one thing and maybe it's using the, that, um, uh, software that Ross talked about and going in and starting to do some analytics that you didn't even think about before. Maybe that's your first little step. Don't make it complicated. Pick one little thing, put that into application, into, into place or into process. And that's where we start to get reactions and results. So please um, use the information um, that, that uh, Ross shared, go back and kind of re-listen if you have to. Um, Thank you again, Ross. Thank you for joining me on Changing the Sales Game podcast uh, with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. I truly wish everyone just a blessed week filled with um, excitement and fun, ingenuity and growth. That's where we all need to land. Please have an inspired week and I will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. 
Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. Follow.